is going on, everybody? How the fuck you doing? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Biz Bites and More podcast. This is your host, Grayson. Welcome to episode 32, if I'm not mistaken. The big 3-2. What's a famous player with 32? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Boom, bitch. Um, got you on that one. So, welcome back to another episode. It is... The October twenty second, twenty twenty. It's a it's a crisp fall day. It's a little bit rainy and overcast here in here in the great state of Colorado. We're having a bunch of fucking wildfires, and I'm feeling like uh, we're in California every single day without the snow. Well, if you haven't heard, so I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get right into it. If you haven't heard the other thirty two or the other thirty one episodes, uh, this is episode thirty two. Welcome to Biz Bites and More podcast. Again, I'm Grayson. And if you don't know about the podcast, what I try to do is put humor and business, and I try to shove it together like a like an arranged marriage in India. All right, I, I just like to put it together and see what's gonna come out on the on the back end of it. Everyone fucking gets humor, and like most people have a fucking sense of it. And not a lot of people like business. It's a pretty fucking boring subject, if you if you ask me. Um, but I enjoy it a lot, and am interested. So if you did ask me, I'd probably say the wrong thing. But I enjoy it a lot, so I try to fuse that humor into the business. So you may find it interesting. You may like it. You may like what I have to say at the fucking end of the goddamn day. All right. And the reason I'm doing that thick New York accent is because I was just uh, I was just in, in New Jersey and New York. To celebrate a friend's wedding, the the celebration of love, uh, of togetherness, of of coming full circle, and, and really making that house a home. Wow, welcome back to the Hallmark fucking channel. Um, but yeah, sorry for the wait, guys. Shout out to Little Wayne. Uh, sorry for the wait. I know it's been quite a while since I've sent the pod. All all like four of the listeners that actually are active. I apologize. Um, you know, it was I was out there recharging my well. I can't even say recharging my batteries because I was getting hideously drunk. Um, I, I was pretty plastered and hung out, hung over throughout uh, most of Thursday of last week to fucking Tuesday. And yeah, I, I kind of feel a little sick, but hey, it came with the uh, celebration of love, as I was saying earlier. So before I get into the fucking segmentos for the day, the business segmentos, um, I'm going to go do the word of the day, the segmento that I'm trying to force down your goddamn throat like vegetables to a young child, a young growing child, might I add. So if you don't, if you don't like this segment, if you're like, if I hear another word of the day, I'm going to fucking put a gun to my head, then leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash bizbites and more and fucking I'll stop. All right. Just say on the, on the voice message. Hey, you cunt. I am tired of hearing your dumb fucking word of the day. But until then, we're going to fucking do the word of the day. Um, so Word Genius, as I said, sends this to me every time. I'm sorry I missed the like last few, but I'm back on it. So I'm back on it like a, like a heroin addict right out of rehab. So Jesus Christ, Grayson, you're hitting the analogies today. Thank you. <clears throat> the word of the day is veridical. Veridical, veridical, veridical. It is an adjective. The origin is Latin, and it's from the mid 17th century. You want to know the definition? It's pretty fucking simple. Truthful, conceding with reality. Here's here's the example they give. I can always count on my mother to give veridical advice. I'll one up you on that. 
My mother gave me veridical advice when she said, Grayson, you're a piece of shit that will never amount to anything. Thanks, Mom. Just kidding. My my childhood wasn't that bad. Besides the uh, absence of my father. All right, so veridical is the word of the day, and it's truthful, and it's an adjective. So use it as an adjective, yeah, yeah, fucking stock market bitches. Let's get into the segmentos. So the first segmentos for the day, this first one up is Quibi has finally has finally been the first death of the streaming wars. I know I, know I kind of called it out a few podcasts ago, but they're finally shutting down. They're shutting down. They have not... I, I believe on the last podcast, I was like, they're going to for sure find a buyer. Well, they didn't. Um, they're shutting down just months after operating. Like, they... I think they were open for eight... Six to eight months. They were operating, like, on... The platform was operating itself and to the public. And actually, it was one day after Apple TV release coincidence probably fucking not um but maybe uh it was probably just like the final like nail in the fucking coffin for them but quibi yeah quibi is the first death of the streaming wars they uh they just couldn't ever like find that traction i guess in in their streaming world they couldn't find the customer or they they were too late to the customer i don't know what it was but they couldn't even find a buyer for what seemed like a viable business, uh, they had, they definitely had contracts. They had shows out, and I, I would imagine based on the how well those shows did, they would continue to write contracts for them. But at the end of the day, I guess they just never could get enough users to the platform. Couldn't build the traction. Uh, what it, what it, what I kind of look at it like is that Quibi might have been either just a little bit ahead of its time. And I'm honestly saying, like, a little fucking bit ahead of its time. Or just not strong enough to stand out as a sole provide, like, a sole platform. They And it's probably the it's probably the latter. Probably not that they were too much ahead of their time, because I couldn't imagine it really being that. But they probably are just not strong enough to just stand out. They, they would need to be an add-on to Hulu, to Netflix, to YouTube TV. Like, whatever, whatever it might be, it would be more like an add-on, like... Oh, here's you know how HBO fucking Max has HBO Go Max fucking up your asshole. Uh, come back, Dad. Uh, I mean HBO has a little like HBO Plus. I'm sure is gonna come out soon. So Quibi just didn't seem like a standout. It just didn't seem like it, it could stand out, and and the, that was kind of told through the the few numbers that they were getting in reference to other streaming services. Like you can't have Disney Plus. And Peacock come out on in the same year and do infinitely better than you, and and come back to the board members and be like, hey, it's all a flow, guys. In the age of speed and like quality, they couldn't come up with the speed. They couldn't pick up enough. I mean, they just couldn't pick up enough traction. They couldn't have enough users. So they are the official like first death of the streaming wars they're shutting down operations they couldn't even find a buyer which is still mind fucking boggling to me because they have to be dirt fucking cheap right now uh to buy but maybe they have a fuckload of debt and that's why that's why they don't have many buyers but quibi is the first death of the streaming wars r.i.p and peace quibi i'll never remember nor forget you all right guys next segmental for the day is paypal and venmo uh, PayPal actually owns Venmo, so it's kind of the same thing. But PayPal and Venmo 
have accepted crypto on onto their networks or access to crypto. So this has been done before. Crypto rules everything around me. Cream, get the bitcoins. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Oh, God fucking hell, Grayson. All right, all right, back to it, back to it. Uh, PayPal and, and Venmo accepted crypto onto their networks now, so they're giving access to the, like, thousands and millions of users on their on their networks to access to crypto. Not the first time it's happened. Actually, Square did this, if I'm not mistaken, last year or maybe just this year. Square gave um, access to Bitcoin for their users so this is in direct competition, obviously. PayPal is, is saying, like, I'm going to be on your fucking level. But what this actually does is because it created competition, this is actually solidified and, like, finally made validity and brought validity to the crypto world because there is competition between huge entities now. And so... All the Arethiums, the Ripples, the Bitcoins, the fucking Libras, the Litecoins, the Dogcoins, the fucking I wish I had a traditional family, Dynamic Coins, the, you know, the, uh, you know, my Scout Leader Touch Me Coins, the, um, we're not progressive enough coins. It, it seemed like everyone can have a fucking coin. I think Wu-Tang has a fucking coin at this point. So everyone can have a fucking coin, Dogecoin, all of that. It's finally actually solidifying this, like, really, really mysterious, dark, dark world that wasn't even mysterious by default it's just the like the lack of visibility into it just kind of shrouded it with like how does crypto work well it's finally fucking here this is gonna allow consumers that are unfamiliar with crypto to actually have a chance to like hold a bitcoin not physically and 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 please for all the boomers listening you can't you bitcoin is not an actual coin that goes into your hand grandpa all right all right, stop drinking vodka and come listen to me. Um, but it's, it's going to give people that are unfamiliar with it, don't really understand it, are uncomfortable with it, they're going to be able to hold it and virtually and kind of probably learn a little more about it. And of fucking course, big banks and central banks will make their own version of crypto. Um, of course, they're going to get greedy. And of course, in the end, central banks and big banks are going to kick everybody out. And we'll have had this little light of hope for just a bit. And uh, yeah, uh, the government's going to shove the long dick of the federal law right up our ass. Uh, and we're not even going to be able to wear makeup for it. So we're not even going to be pretty, guys. But hey, it's a really cool thing. It's going to solidify. God, I got to really chill on these fucking analogies. But <laughs> back to it. The it's It solidifies and gives validity to Jesus fucking Christ, Grayson, you fucking stutterer. Uh, it gives validity to crypto and the world of it and it's going to allow consumers to be more comfortable with it so it's it's a path forward and that's really really good all right guys last segmento for the day adidas is planning to sell off reebok for everyone that's familiar with the matter i don't know who the fuck that is but they kept on saying that in every article i was reading it was like people are familiar with the matter um so adidas is selling off Reebok, quite like my ex-wife, sold off the family furniture um, in spite of me. Um, so they're they're selling off basically because Reebok was the U.S. focused company that was supposed to give a a foot in the door for Adidas, but it never really came to fruition, which is kind of weird. I don't think it, Adidas never really could 
find that grasp in the market or Reebok never really took off with, for, with a brand, which was as a brand, which was weird to me because it seems like some ill-fated brands like Champion have been making a comeback recently. Like I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I just, when I was in New York, there was a guy head to toe in Champion and it was Champion everywhere. And it seems like these ill-fated brands have made a nostalgic, nostalgic comeback. And I, I don't know. I was just, I was surprised by it. I think they even had an athletic endorsement at one point by like fucking Kevin Durant or some shit. The, the point is they're selling off. They could never. Their plan is to sell it. Um, the whole, the whole business of Reebok. In March 2021, for about like two billion dollars or two billion euros, I would imagine, since Adidas is Germany, German based, but they're gonna sell them off in March. They just could never hold that footing. And it, what is what does that mean? Does that mean that Nike is won the U.S. market? To me, it does. I mean, Nike that is like the last little like X that they needed to buy, you know, in the X in the box. They needed to just check that off. Nike is now like the winner of the US market for sure. Like no doubt about it. So Adidas is planning to sell off Reebok. It's still it's still shrouded in fucking secrecy, but I mean it, it seems like they're just the brand never took off like they thought it was going to. And it was actually doing pretty fucking well before Adidas took it over in two thousand six, I think. So I don't know what happened there, and I don't know why it's not coming, making a comeback quite like Champion is. But um, yeah, hype beast, y- you failed us, man. Where the fuck were you? Where you at, dog? Um, no, I'm just, but hey, so Reebok is going to be its own private entity, I, I would imagine again, and it will probably be looking for a seller. But I already made my call on Quibi having a uh, buyer, and so Reebok might just shutter, just like fucking Quibi, but a little longer than a few months. So those were the segmentals for the day. Let us just go over them one more time. Quibi is the first death, true death of the streaming wars, if you want to see it like that. PayPal and Venmo are, are going to compete with Square in the crypto business, which gives validity to crypto, which is kind of cool. And then finally, Adidas is planning to sell Reebok and take the kids with them. Uh, Sharon, how dare you come back? I'm just kidding. All right, let's get to the side stories of the day. First one up was Snapchat has been surging recently. I don't know if you've seen how their stock has been. I think they were up to like 38 fucking dollars today. And I'm telling you, I looked at this company when they were like down in the fucking dirt at like nine, eight dollars. So Snapchat has been surging. A lot of people are like, why the fuck has it been surging? And a lot of, I would say that most of it is becoming coming from the lack of advertisers on the Facebook platform. If you remember, Facebook had a huge thing this fucking year about, like, all the advertisers were like, how could you promote hate or some shit like that? So they all, like, banded together and took off their Facebook ads, which helps Snapchat a lot. This does not make Snapchat, like, in my eyes, really a strong company for any, like, reason. I mean... TikTok, Instagram, even Facebook, LinkedIn has stories fucking now. So I still think that Snap, I think Snapchat is getting a lucky break. I I think Snapchat is just literally making themselves sellable. I don't think they're making themselves strong. I think they're just making themselves sellable. I think they found a very nice window of opportunity right now as, as there's huge companies dealing with other shit. I mean, TikTok can barely make it in this country because of President Trump and Facebook is dealing, seems to always be dealing with some sort of horrible lawsuit. So 
I think Snapchat is strong, or I mean, not strong, but sellable. Uh, the luck is going to run out. I mean, you can't get fucking lucky forever, but hey, I would like to get lucky at least once this year. All right, guys, last side story for the day is Purdue Pharmacy is being snatched up by the big boy government. If you haven't heard, after they're paying $8 billion and basically collapsing as a company, they're going to get bought. They were, if you don't know, they were the big producers of Oxycontin and they marketed that bitch like it was candy on the streets. It led to a, a giant opioid epidemic that all the people at Purdue were more than fucking aware of. They knew they were doing this. So they finally, I mean, it was just to serve. I don't really fucking think so. But, like, there, there's going to be no arrest. The drugs will get out back onto the streets, and people will be continue to make millions and billions off of the form of addicted customers. Look at tobacco. So, Jesus fucking Christ. What a what a dark way to end off the podcast, but those were the side stories for the day. Uh, so yes, yeah, Snapchat is surging. Uh, Purdue Pharmacy is finally getting bought by big government and being taken over. Guys, that was the podcast for the day. I appreciate everybody listening. Please go check out the blog for all my blog content at bizbytesandmore.com. I also have my Twitter feed. Shout out to my brother that put that my Twitter feed on bizbytesandmore.com so you don't have to go to Twitter to see all my tweets but my Twitter handle is at bizbytesandmore I have a YouTube page I am plan on getting more YouTube videos up of my interviews called Lunch Hours with Guests it's the it's a new segment I have I have about three of them right now and I, I had just just today got a text message from one of my buddies that was like I'm in let's do uh, let's do a Lunch Hour with Guests so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be whipping that fucking bitch out very, very soon. I appreciate everybody for listening. Please support the podcast in any way, shape, or form you can by just listening to the episodes, subscribing, liking it, sharing it with your friends, sharing it with your family. If you hate it, you can fucking leave a voicemail, voice message about it. Anchor.fm slash bizbytes and more, and I will literally put it on the air. You can call me a cunt for 30 minutes, and I will... I might not put the whole 30 minutes up, but I'll be like, here's like the first like three minutes and then you can times that by 10 and just imagine what it's going to be. Literally, I'll do that for you guys. So leave a voice message if you would like. I would love to fucking put that shit on air. Share the podcast. I love you guys. Until next time, that's my take on it. I'm about to do the full disclosure. Talk to you later. All right, guys, this is the full disclosure of the podcast. I'm always going to try to make it as funny as possible, but it is the full disclosure to CYA. If you don't know what that stands for, it stands for Cover Your Ass. The Biz Bites and More podcast is a podcast about stocks. It's about markets. It's about investing. It's about business. It's about all that good jizz and jazz, but it's also a lot about humor. So you can see that it's somewhat satire in a way. I'm, I'm coming from a comedic um, notion. So it, whatever I say, it's not meant for investment analysis. It's not meant for recommendations on a stock or any of that bullshit. So don't try it on me. Don't try it with me, motherfucker. Eh? Don't you come over to me with your fucking lawyer named Larry. Larry the fucking lawyer trying to simp me up with a goddamn lawsuit, okay? You'll be sleeping with the fishes by tomorrow, huh? 
All right. No, that was just because I've been in New York and I just got, I'm the worst tourist ever. And I just tried. I, I literally, oh man, I probably pissed so many people off with how horribly thick I tried that out. Hey man. Hey, don't you fucking come over here and tell me how to fucking live my fucking life, huh? So that's a fucking full disclosure, all right? I'm going to end it off in this fucking accent. If you ever come down to my fucking block with a goddamn lawsuit, I'll fucking send you to to my with, in my grand, with my grandfather, and you're not going to go to heaven. You're going to hell with my grandfather, okay? Okay? Don't you fuck with me. Have a great fucking day, all right? All right. Thanks. Peace.